0: Brewing it over with Cup North, the show that gives you the chance to deep dive into the topics shared in the content program at our events—from social to consumer to sustainability issues—there is something for everyone. I am Hannah Davis. I am Grace Talbot. How are you doing, Hannah? I am very well, thank you. It's sunny here in Hebburn Bridge today, and our colleague Magdalena is downstairs in my house King away, which is nice. Uh, we've got <laughs> amazing, not keeping a her little... captive yeah no she's not captive (laughs) she's allowed to leave if she wants (laughs) we're we're uh, we're planning a photography shoot this afternoon to take pictures of uh, all the wonderful merch that we have from our festivals so watch this space folks out there soon we will have actual web shop where you can buy
1: Oh, that's amazing. t shirts designed by Caroline
0: Dowsett and all other manner of wonderful things. So, yeah, it's a nice day. How are you? What are you up up to?
1: Well, I don't have Carly downstairs, sadly. (laughs) That would make my day just as lovely as yours. Uh, But I do have my lovely new dog, Sid, who happily I can say features in today's episode of the podcast. I do have him downstairs. So, you know what? I will probably never complain ever again because I have a fur baby now. So I think life's perfect. I think that's yeah. how it works all my
0: problems are solved <laughs> the unconditional love of a dog heals everything
1: <laughs> oh my god
0: yeah yeah oh yes <laughs> so doing I'm well a little bit jealous
1: well he is technically a cup north dog um oh, so right. listeners you can join me in this campaign because i have been campaigning hannah to do um, like bandanas for dogs and now that i have one i feel <laughs> that the time is now so You know, now we're working on the champagne listeners.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's a good time to. uh, Exactly. (laughs) So let us know if you agree with me that we should do it. (laughs) Well, you heard it here first. Dog bandanas coming at you. Today's
1: episode features Georgina Jarrett, also known as the Afropolitan Barista, who recently joined a panel at Bowman Coffee Festival called Celebrating the People, a spotlight on some important industry folk. Georgina, aka Afropolitan Barista, started her career nine years ago as a barista having previously worked as a designer. She worked her way up to general manager and then moved into coffee training for young people with learning challenges, running pop-ups and advising startup coffee businesses. She currently wears a lot of different hats as the education chair for the CCRE, Coffee Coalition of Racial Equity, coffee trainer for the Little Coffee Company, and within EDI for leadership experts, Good Soil Leaders.
0: A busy coffee person, like most coffee people, I feel. I know. <laughs> we all like to do lots of different things. So busy. Yeah. We had a wonderful chat with Georgina. It was incredible to learn more about oh, her yeah. work with the CCRE, more about her involvement <laughs> with activism and promoting the black, black and brown coffee community on her Instagram account. And we had a good chat about the benefits of working outside. Sid gets a mention don't forget (laughs) i think this might be a common theme
1: uh we also i don't think it'll make the final episode of the podcast but we did at the end when we were chatting with georgina mention how effortlessly stylish and cool she is Mm -hmm. um and i'm sad that that might not make the episode so i'm mentioning it here now (laughs) georgina's cool
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes we're honored a super cool guest Uh, And for our usual listeners, the format of this podcast is a little bit different since we don't have a recording of Georgina presenting at Manchester Coffee Festival last year. So this episode is a little bit shorter than normal and it's just an interview with, well, it's not just, it's an interview with Georgina. It's amazing. (laughs) Um, But before we get stuck in to our interview, we're going to take a short break. MoMA, the barista's choice. Made for baristas at home and at work, MoMA carefully crafted their barista quality oat drink to be fully micro-foamable and work perfectly in all types of coffee. It took their oat-obsessed in-house scientist over 250 recipes to get it just right. And it's now the barista's choice across the UK. MoMA make their oat drinks in the UK using the highest quality British whole grain oats. And would love to offer you 15% off at MoMAfoods.co.uk with the code EXTRACTED15.
1: Welcome. Welcome Georgina. Welcome to bring It Over. Join us in the virtual space that we're in already.
2: Thank you. Great to be here. Thank you for inviting me. I'm looking forward to it.
1: We're super excited to have you. Uh how are you? How's your day going? It's uh what day is it? It's Wednesday. How's your week going so far?
2: Week has been very busy, but I've been really enjoying the sunshine. I've been taking my office out to the park as much as possible, interacting with all the kids that like running past and the dogs that like to, you know, try and put their noses in my sandwiches whilst or you know interrupt me whilst I'm <laughs> in a zoom meeting or zoom call so it's been uh, eventful and busy so but it's been good yeah
1: amazing well I know Hannah will want to chat more about uh taking the office to the park
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's something close to her heart oh cool before we get into it Uh, we're gonna do some lovely relaxing getting to know you questions for our lovely listeners to get to know a bit more about you are you ready
2: i think so okay go fire away
1: (laughs) number one number one what's your coffee order
2: oh my coffee order so i normally just go for a flat white or a latte if i'm feeling super you know need a little bit of that sweetness and i'll go for a, a mocha i really love oh i'm really into filters my order is actually really really long um <laughs> but i also lo- love filters i'm really into filters at the moment i've i've been having some really amazing uh, ethiopian filter coffees at the moment mm-hmm. so yeah super super nice
1: nice so nice. do you have all of those at once is it like flat white latte filter i, I mocha. have been known
2: to do that actually <laughs> i have been known to do that yes i respect that try that one no that one. Oh, oh well, i'll try that one as well yeah. Yeah. i have a lot of respect yeah. for i mean I many
0: times yeah yeah a milk drink and a filter because yeah. it takes a bit longer for the filter so you drink your flat yeah. white
2: while you're waiting for the filter yeah why not exactly exactly yeah. that's exactly it that's exactly it and why why limit yourself yeah. why not Just why in our language yeah <laughs>
1: Okay, so uh, we're going to get our fabulous barista Hannah working on the the multiple drinks to fulfil your dream
2: coffee order. Awesome! If
1: we are in the dream cafe about mm. to experience these
2: beverages, mm. what music is playing? Oh, oh my! Well, recently, um, uh, hip hop celebrated their fiftieth anniversary, so I'm in that kind of you know, nostalgic hip-hop kind of mood, Jay Dilla and, you know, some, let me see, um, Q-Tip and Tricle Quest and, you know, Dilla Soul and all that it's, sort of stuff. So I'm sort of, you know, in that kind of mode at the moment. So it changes from season to season, but right now it's the hip hop yeah. hip-hop feel for me. <laughs>
1: That's amazing. What mm-hmm. a great answer. I also hope that we get you back like next year and we ask the same question and it's completely yeah. different. Like, yeah. to find what musical <laughs> season of your
2: life you're in. <laughs> that will probably be the case, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It'll probably be like yeah. blues or well, I don't know, something like jazz or something like Life don't know. is changing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I think yeah.
1: weather really influences it as well, doesn't it? Like, I feel it way does. more like nostalgic when it's sort of autumnal and I want like <laughs> songs from my youth. But when it's bright, mm-hmm. I maybe want like more upbeat. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure smarter people than me know the relationship between
2: weather and oh, no, music. I know that sounds about right. Better. No, I think that sounds good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, <laughs> <laughs> definitely.
1: Well, speaking of nostalgia, do you? This is the last question, so you can relax after this. <laughs> do you have a most memorable cafe experience, or like
2: one of your best coffee shop experiences mm. that you'd like to share? Memorable coffee shop as a customer or like as a customer Mm. you are free
1: to interpret Mm. the question how you want but usually yeah I think one
2: of the memorable uh, coffee experiences I've had actually is probably when I went to to watch an Ethiopian um, coffee ceremony now that was like
1: yeah
2: blew me away and that was in London actually and I'd never experienced that before and just the sort of the, the detail and the sort of the, the time that goes into preparing the coffee and you know this whole kind of it's all about being um, bringing people together and connecting back to spirit and connecting back to nature and it's just so kind of it it forces you to slow down and you know usually most you know consumers of coffee they're always like grabbing coffee as they go and but this is like completely opposite to that this is like you know you sit down you have a conversation you you know you take time you drink your coffee it's yeah phenomenal I really enjoyed it yeah 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 I think that was my most memorable yeah, yeah I'm just trying to remember the Anything name of that the reminds place. you
1: well, if you remember it, we will put yeah. it in the show notes of this yeah, episode yeah, because yeah, I feel like a really lot of folk will want to experience that.
2: Yes, from what I remember, it's in Campbell. but I'll, for the name, I'll, I'll definitely let you know.
1: Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Watch this space; you'll see mm-hmm. me and Hannah there. I think. Yes,
2: yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Absolutely, it's definitely worth a visit for sure.
0: Can we go to Ethiopia? Please? Yeah, sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that would be the real experience, wouldn't yeah. it? Absolutely,
2: <laughs> absolutely true. Absolutely. true.
1: Yeah, yeah. Brewing It Over, live record in Ethiopia next year, maybe? Yeah. What do we <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I love that. Send me my invitation. I'll definitely be there.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's your, you're the originator of the idea. So it's rude if you didn't come. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. I like that. Georgina, so, have yeah. you been mm-hmm. to any origin countries? Oh, lovely... No, but not yet. But I am in um, September. Next month, I'll be heading to Brazil oh, for an origin uh, visit. And um, actually, that's with the Coffee Coalition of Racial Equity. So I'm really looking forward to that. That will be my very oh. first. I feel like it's so overdue. So overdue. So yeah, yeah. looking forward to that one.
1: Oh it'll amazing. Be what yeah. are you it'll... doing over there if you don't mind?
2: Uh so we'll be visiting some farms, um, looking at, you know, the whole process process of cultivating cultivating coffee. And I guess for me, I'll be just learning everything from scratch because this is like mm. completely new area for me. So um yeah, I'm just gonna be a sponge and just soak it all up. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nah. Some Will pictures. you share pictures with us? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm going to take so many pictures. <laughs> so many pictures, Good. loads of videos. Good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh,
1: yes. yeah. We'll swallow our jealousy
2: somehow, <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> have, you, have you visited any origins uh, at all? Just curious. I've
0: been to Brazil. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. and Oof. the first time, yeah, it just puts everything into perspective. And just the yeah. first time you see like a line of coffee trees, it's it's pretty emotional. Yeah. yeah. Oh
2: yeah. wow. Oh my yeah. gosh. I know. Bring loads of tissues. I'm sure it's going to be the same for me as well. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and insect repellent. Yeah. <laughs> yes,
2: that was yeah the number one on the the packing list was bug repellent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to have like a in good shoes. I imagine. Oh yeah. That's you're going to do a lot yes. of walking. Yeah. yes yeah 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 definitely yeah definitely. And, and also
0: in Brazil some elasticated like waist trousers because they like to feed oh. you there and it's oh. great they're very hospitable oh, no. oh, terrible. So I mean, put on weight when I was there because they just keep giving you food and it's amazing oh, wow. so you're just like
2: oh, oh this is brilliant yeah so, oh that yeah. sounds yeah enjoy That's, it all yes <laughs> I will definitely oh I can't wait I'm really excited yeah. Really excited. it's not too far Increasing away my so.
1: jealousy here
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear so yeah i'm so 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 looking forward to it yeah i can't wait uh,
1: you're going with the coffee coalition of racial equity
2: is that right yes yeah 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 yeah. yeah. This group of us um, are you happy out there.
1: to share with our listeners a little bit more about the work that you do with the ccre
2: oh sure yeah so um CCRE, Coffee Coalition of Racial Equity. So basically, um, it is uh, a coalition of people who basically come together to address uh, diversity and equity amongst, or racial, specifically racial diversity and equity within the coffee industry. And the idea is that we are um, uplifting individuals within their careers, whether that's the barista all the way, uh, to the um, farmers looking at the social economical um, imbalances and trying to readdress those um, issues So sort of one of the ways some of the ways that we've done this is um, by having webinars where we've spoken on various topics from how coffee came to be cultivated within Europe within the Caribbean like how did it get there um, how how was it cultivated in Africa and some Um, other places which people may not be aware of, you know, Haiti and, you know, Honduras, Panama and various other places like that. And um, we also um, have uh, conducted quite a bit of research in terms of the impacts of race and coffee via uh, colonialism, imperialism, obviously slavery as well, and looking at Um, telling those stories through our lens because sometimes Mm. when we look when we do our research in you know coffee and its history and its origins sometimes it can be quite romanticized and Mm. this allows us to sort of tell the history of coffee some of the ugly truths and some of the you know the impacts that it's, it's had globally and so we've we've actually created a uh a literacy literature review, where we've researched quite a bit of like documents and um, articles, um, books, etc., and it's just a source of a resource for anyone who's interested in coffee to have a look at those books and just take their own time to sort of do their own research and do some more learning that's sort of one of the things that we've done yeah. and the other thing uh, that we've done is that we've partnered with uh, NKG the Newman Cafe Group and we have three mentees or three partners as we like to call them who are given a paid 12-month, I guess, um, work placement where they learn everything there is to learn about um, green coffee and QC or quality control um, and um, all the processes in between and that to help them develop within their career. So we've done, you know, we do quite a bit of work and this is the second year that we've um, done our partnership programme with NKG and we've got some other um other partnerships as well so yeah it's a lot a lot of a lot wow. of work <laughs> yeah
1: yeah are they uk-based those partnerships or are they more oh sorry different? yes
2: so um the coffee coalition of racial equity they're actually based in the u.s um however it doesn't it's we ideally what we would like to do is to get that right first and then hopefully use that as a blueprint to sort of expand yeah. out to other um, areas but our the people who are involved in the committee and involved in the CCRE are global so we've got people based all over the all over the world not just in America so yeah yeah so my role my role within the CCRE is that I'm the uh, chair of the educational parts of the CCRE so that's my my role (laughs) Is it a relatively new um, organisation then? Um, so basically it came out of our founder, Phyllis Johnson. She, mm-hmm. uh, during the, obviously the uh, George, George Floyd and, you know, all, everything that was happening during 2020, she actually wrote an open letter to those within mm-hmm. the coffee um, industry to basically look at, you know, things like representation and the imbalances that have occurred within the industry and from her open letter she then um, received lots of sort of communications from other organizations with the coffee industry asking well how can we help and how what is what can we do in order to improve the coffee industry Um, and so from there the CCRE was born and hence why it exists today so it's been about three years I think yeah about three years Wow. Yeah
1: is there a birthday yeah. do you celebrate it <laughs>
2: um we normally we normally around christmas have a little little virtual and live um sort of shindig if you like yeah, yeah. but um hopefully because everyone's so spread out across the globe yeah, yeah. um it would be fantastic to have an in person meet i think that, meet meetup. i think that'd be awesome to actually see people you know put yeah. the you know see them in the flesh so yeah yeah, it's a good yeah. idea. So the people that you're that. going to Brazil with, have mm-hmm. you
1: have you met them in person before, or they? No, is this the first I haven't.
2: Time? Oh! No, it's all been all been via you know virtual communication and uh, I I joked and I said to them oh you know this is going to be a great opportunity to for me to see how tall everyone really is you know because everyone (laughs) (laughs) everyone you know looks the same on on screen but when you actually meet them in in person it's a different you really get a a true perspective of that person so it's going to be yeah it's going to be good yeah
1: amazing so it's even more special first origin Mm -hmm. trip and first time meeting people in the flesh Yeah. yeah you will need tissues." If I think I will <laughs> whole time. Yeah. You'll
2: be crying. I need like <laughs> boxes of them. But yeah, I'm so, so looking forward to it. Not just obviously to visit Brazil, which I'm also very excited about. But yes, as you said, to meet um, all the amazing people that I've come yeah. into contact with via the uh CCRE, you know, I've. I've had the opportunity to meet so many amazing talented skilled people I'm I'm constantly learning more and more about the coffee industry and about mm. coffee um just by having those interactions so it's really yeah it's uh it's gonna be good yeah. it's really good
1: aren't we all always learning it always baffles me when I think I've been in the industry like x amount of years and I mm-hmm. feel like when I entered around year two I thought I knew more than I I know now yeah. and I just like just there's there's no end to the learning opportunities, is there? And I think it really changes like how you feel about the industry. The more you learn about it, mm-hmm. like in your time with the CCRE, has it changed how you feel about the industry, or maybe more specifically,
2: like your hopes for where the industry could go in the future? Mm. Yeah, I think a bit of both, actually. Definitely, I think the more conversations I have with the folks in the CCRE has definitely. It's almost like it's kind of sparks of, oh, that's interesting. And you kind of like go in that direction and do more sort of maybe your own um, research or someone comes to you and say, oh, I would love to know more about, you know, the coffee industry within the UK because, you know, being in America, maybe they don't know uh, certain, you know, things that are happening here. or, Or in fact, we sometimes find that there's some parallels as well. So it's really, it's kept me, I feel like it has kept me in the coffee industry because I've been able mm. to discover so much more and it's opened my eyes to so much more you know and in fact I, I may have mentioned it when I spoke at one of the coffee events that um, maybe like two three years into me um, discovering coffee as a career choice that that's when I found out that my great grandfather had actually cultivated his own coffee in Jamaica and I, I didn't know that before and this was just through like going to some webinars through the CCRE and they talked about you know coffee being cultivated in in the Caribbean and and in Jamaica and then I was telling my cousin about about it and he says oh did you know your great-grandfather used to cultivate his own coffee I was like no I didn't know that (laughs) so yeah so it's just all these all these amazing things are just coming together and it's like yeah this is where I feel like this is where I should be for now yeah Yeah. because
1: your your background's design really yeah is that right before yeah
2: yeah my background's in design I have worked in design for about 10 years before moving into coffee and I don't really have any real interest in coffee aside from the fact that my grandmother used to make some really great you know in Jamaica we make our coffee quite sweet and it's just yes just gorgeous and when she Mm. used to make it you could smell the aroma of coffee you know floating through the the kitchen into the um dining room, so um that they're my like earliest memories of coffee, but I had no interest in in fact, I don't think I even realized there was this whole sort of various roles and sort of career paths within coffee until mm. more recently i would say until I you know started delving into the the industry a bit more, but yeah, I was a designer for about ten years, yeah, nothing to do with coffee, yeah, and um How did you Uh, get into it? Yeah, Hmm. it's kind of funny because um, I was actually asked to do a um, sort of like an arts workshop, arts and crafts workshop in this coffee space, uh, not in a coffee space, sorry, in a space which was next to a coffee store. In this space, they sold like cakes and teas and things like that. And um, next door was a coffee shop. And I just remember this queue being wrapped around the corner for this coffee shop. I was thinking, why are they like all? what is it about this coffee that they're so prepared to queue for like hours and hours you know and then when I being nosy as I am um, I sort of looked up coffee and found out that it was this amazing like third biggest commodity traded you know in the world and and then I found out where it originated from and I was like oh this is really interesting and so I just kind of got more you know I just became more interested. And then I saw that, you know, they had, they were using this unusual looking machine, looked really complicated, and to make the coffee and extract this coffee to make, you know, the lattes and cappuccinos and all this sort of stuff. So I thought, hmm, me. I want to learn how to use this machine. <laughs> and then I, <laughs> I applied for a job at this uh, coffee shop and they had this really great six weeks intense coffee training. And so I did that. They didn't let us loose on the machine until we had learned about, um, you know, uh, dialing in and, you know, all the various parts of uh, the coffee bean and how it's grown and cultivated and then they sort of showed us how to use the machine it was like probably third weekend that they actually let us loose on the machine so it's yeah it's really intense but really really good so I kind of got into it like that it was by default <laughs> yeah <laughs> well nosiness yeah, that's what yeah. I love. and being nosy yeah
0: it doesn't sound yeah, like default to me. it sounds well. like you yeah. made a pretty conscious effort to go out and get into it and I I like that your story starts with you kind of seeing the industry because I think a lot of people when you ask them that question it's because they have a coffee and it blows their mind you know they try that like natural Ethiopia and it's full of strawberries and milk chocolate and Mm. and they and from that minute then they're hooked but yeah I kind of like your your story that yeah you were drawn in by the espresso machine
2: (laughs) I was I was because I I don't know I like you know the you know using your hands and sort of Mm -hmm. being more uh, tactile with things I think it probably the the parallel I can sort of draw it to is being in art and design you know we're using our hands a lot and Mm -hmm. you know um, I did a lot of textiles and surface design so we're always like manipulating things and using the um, industrial sewing machines and various things like that so that's the parallel I can put it. I can liken it to I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that you've been taking your office outside, which sounds very different oh, yeah. to being behind an espresso machine. Um I'm reading a book at the moment uh by a writer called Katie Bowman and it's all about um mm. being outside more and how you can integrate like being outside more into your life and into your Ooh. life with your family. And she talks about how centuries ago, we would have spent most of our time outside and our homes would have been the place that we went to in the evening. Whereas now it's more like our time outside is the time when we spend going to other inside places, <laughs> which, you mm. know, is is true for a lot of people. If you're not someone who like really likes to spend a lot of time outside, then that can be the case. And uh, mm-hmm. even though I am a bit of an outside person anyway, it's already like really like encouraging me to do more things outside, and I've been taking my laptop outside as much as I can. And yeah, that, do you feel like much better when you do that? And uh, what else do you do outside? Are you like a a walker, a cyclist? What are you yeah,
2: into? <laughs> I love going out into nature, and I'm really lucky where I live because I have a choice of about three or four green areas and parks. And uh, we've got a, a a mini forest, if you like, um, which is awesome. I try. I don't get there every day but I do try and get there a couple Mm -hmm. of times during the week like I I don't know it feels wrong if I don't go out I have to go out and even if it's raining I will go and you know take a walk somewhere I'll just put on the wellies and you know go and take a little walk in the forest or go to the local park and yeah I just I feel blessed in a way that I I have the those options because I know a lot of people don't have that as an option Mm -hmm. um so I do try and you know take advantage of it as much as possible and be grateful for that fact but yeah when the weather is super nice like it is at the moment I do take the laptop out into the you know I'll grab my blanket and I'll you know grab my food etc and drinks and everything else just make sure I'm all stocked up and take myself (laughs) to the park and um just do as much work as I can try not to be distracted by all the goings-on in the park but I do like to be in nature as much as possible and I I'm not a cyclist as such, but I do take part in an annual Unity bike ride that takes place in London every year. We had it, it was nice. two weeks ago in August. So that was really, really good fun. So I do oh. that, but I'm not, a, I don't oh, actually wow. own a, a bicycle, but I, I need to get one. I usually, I usually get, uh, my friends usually loan me a bike, you know, oh. but I need to buy one of my own. <laughs> so, so is that um, around yeah. London? It is around London, yeah. So this time mm. it was uh, from, east London all the way to Dulwich Park yeah so that was a nice it's not a lot like it's like this to me (laughs) uh, I'm so not I I think was one of the last to actually get to the finish line but it's not a race it's just really just to have fun and you know to um just you know interact with the rest of the community it's been yeah it's good it's good it's it's a lot of fun yeah yeah, it's a yeah. lot of fun, well, but you yeah. don't have to
1: preach to Hannah <laughs> 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 the benefits of cycling. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, but that book sounds really interesting. I definitely would like to take a read of that. Actually, I'll take a note of the the title. But I, I think everyone should go out in nature. I think it's so, super important now that a lot of people, since obviously you know twenty twenty, have been stuck indoors, and there's that mm-hmm. switch to more sort of remote working and virtual working now more than ever we should try and get out in nature as much as possible i actually mm-hmm. and in fact via doctor's orders vitamin d is quite low so you know mm-hmm. getting that in that sunshine is crucial so yeah yeah
1: yeah 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 i would also like to read this book hannah i, I mm-hmm. feel oh, well, like I it's sort of the the preaching to the feel yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like all of our, <laughs> <laughs> our listeners as well are gonna be like
0: what's the name of that book yeah yeah uh, Yeah. it's a lot around um family so it's yeah a lot about if you've got kids how to kind of integrate more movement into their lives Mm. um but i yeah i think it would be interesting to anyone and uh, leslie lent it to me yeah the principles remain true
1: (laughs) of course leslie lent it to you shout out leslie
2: infinite (laughs) resource of knowledge (laughs) (laughs) definitely definitely and i think also just thinking about because I guess my role within coffee's changed quite a bit now. So I'm no longer sort of behind the counter and um, sort of on my feet and sort of moving about as much. And and that's another reason why, because of my role's changed slightly in the sense that I'm more sort of, I guess, computer-based. I think it's even more important now to, you know, get out there and, like you said, incorporate more movement and stuff because I think even like as kids you know when if you think about when you know when you're in primary school and stuff you like you had like several breaks you know morning Mm -hmm. break and lunchtime and stuff we'd always be running around the playground and things like that and it seems like now we just kind of yeah we're just sort of mobile I don't know we just sort of stuck yeah we're sedentary now aren't we Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah yeah exactly yeah Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, my yeah. friend and i the other day we saw um a little kid just like they were just walking in front of us and then they just ran for a bit and then they walked again and then we looked at each other and like when was the last time as adults that you <laughs> just ran because you could yeah like there's, there's the compulsion to move quicker than walking and, like, every now and then, if I'm sort of alone now, I'll give myself a little, like, permission to do a little run. And honestly, <laughs> right, super, super silly, but it always makes me laugh. And it's just, like, there's some joy to just yeah. movement for the sake of movement and nothing else. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, every now and then, do a little run. It's a lot of fun.
2: <laughs> definitely, definitely, Well,
1: definitely.
0: now you've got a dog, you've got a great excuse for uh, being yeah, silly. Fun, yeah, that's, that's what, what I... Mia is like my excuse for doing silly things in the park. It's fine. I've got a kid. I mean, yeah. You've got a dog now, so. Yeah.
1: <laughs> totally. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Listeners also, of the podcast, you'll be thrilled to know that I have a new fur baby called Sid. Uh, if anybody wants to see a picture of him, I'm happy to oblige. I love him. <laughs>
2: so. What type of dog is it?
1: Cr- crucial part. Well, we've been told he's a Bedlington Terrier, but actually mm. at the park yesterday, he also met a Bedlington Terrier and Sid is like three times the size of him. Oh <laughs> so wow! I think he might be a Bedlington Terrier cross because uh-huh. he's got the Bedlington shaped face, but, um, he's, a, he's a very thick dog, chonky. So Misk, but he's beautiful. <laughs> and I love him. Oh, and I will send you a picture after this if you like. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sweet. Oh, um, we yeah, were going to ask about, um, the campaign that you ran on your Instagram. Month. Oh.
2: should we ask you oh, about that? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, yeah I just kind of like it was it was a little bit last minute, but it's something that I had on my mind for such a long time I really wanted to get to know more more um black and brown women who work in the coffee industry. I think when i first well when I first started, I didn't know anybody, and it was quite um yeah I just didn't know anyone else that looked like me that were working in the coffee industry and I was determined to find some people and I think after sort of around 2020 that's when I started to slowly see especially on Instagram Instagram I just started to see more people from the African diaspora who were working in the coffee industry and it was quite it was really great to see. And I was really excited by that. And I started to connect with a few more people, although a lot of them were based in America, I slowly started to find more that were based in the UK. And I just thought it'd be nice during the um, International Women's Month to maybe just highlight some of them, because I felt like if uh, it took me this long to find them, then there may be other people out there who don't know about them, about the work that they're doing, and may be interested in finding out more about them. So I just sort of, you know, reached out to them and they were all really keen to um, be featured you'll see um, Phyllis Johnson's on there from the CCRE we've got the sister mm-hmm. baristas on there as well got um, Good Pico are out there as well um, you know so I, I tried to the idea was to try and feature one person for every day of that month I think I got about 30 I didn't put them out every day obviously but they're they're all there as well they're not all there but there's a lot out there now and I would love to I've got more that I want to add so I'll probably do that later on in the year yeah
1: what was the response to that like you know
2: from people who follow you on Instagram or people in the industry yeah so I had quite a few DMs from people who said oh wow I didn't know I live around the corner from this particular cafe I had no idea it existed and there were people who actually um, visited those some of those spots that I'd mentioned and and started to post about them on their own um, Instagram feeds as well which was fantastic and also people started to reach out to me and say oh did you know about this particular person you know they've got a coffee shop or this person they um have a roastery and so now I've started to build up um Uh, a larger sort of network of people who are not just based in the US or in the UK but in other parts of the world which I had no clue that you know they even existed so I'm really excited to sort of you know feature feature them as well and maybe um, out of that create another project so yeah
1: yeah so I assume you're receptive to that. So if people listening want to get in touch with you to maybe celebrate someone they know or businesses or themselves, like we should always celebrate ourselves. Mm-hmm. Are you are you open to people getting in
2: touch with oh, you? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. 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 We... Um hope to soon uh, maybe do a whether it's a virtual meetup or something of that nature where we can sort of get to know each other a bit more and maybe exchange ideas and sort of have a bit more of that sort of supportive network going on so yeah definitely open to that
1: where can people find you if they want to get in touch um so they can
2: get me on they can dm me um on instagram afropolitan barista bit of a mouthful but yeah afropolitan barista or can uh, also email me as well at uh Barista at gmail.com yeah thank you no worries no yeah. worries thank you
0: thanks so much georgina it's been a real pleasure to get to know a bit more about all the projects you're involved in and yeah we highly recommend our listeners to go out and look at what you're doing and connect with you and yeah oh. there's nothing like being part of this wonderful coffee community and us all coming together whether it's virtually or in person so hope to see you at one of our events soon and definitely thanks
2: very much yeah thank you thank you Grace thank you Hannah thank you so much for joining us yeah thank you Hannah I really appreciate um, having this chat it's been awesome and um, yeah always keen to connect more with others within industry so yeah yeah, reach out (laughs) that was
1: An amazing interview, an amazing chat. I am, yeah, not not hatefully jealous, but pretty jealous of the incoming trip to Brazil. And for those of you who are listening in real time and want to catch up with Georgina in person, she is actually due to join a panel discussion at this year's Manchester Coffee Festival running 18th to 19th of November. Uh, She will be joining a panel discussing why safe spaces are a vital part of coffee, coffee events and coffee education. That will be at 10.30 on Sunday. So be sure to come along and get to know her in person. And failing that, we'll put all the links she mentioned to her
0: socials and her email address in the show notes as well. Yeah, we'll see you there. Thanks once again for listening to this week's episode of Brewing It Over. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Helps us out loads. And we will see you all for another episode soon. Bye.
2: Bye.